0: Welcome to the Wellness Restoration Project, where we explore the question of how are you well? A collection of interviews and explorations of resources, both ancient and modern, to help you create your own powerful network and practices in wellness. I'm your integrative herbalist and host, Shelley Swap. Let's do this. Oh, 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 oh. Hey there, welcome back to the Wellness Restoration Project. I'm your host, Jelly Swap, and do you mind if I tell you a story today? <laughs> it's one that has come up with for me over and over again in my adult years. So I call it the parable of the snowplow. <laughs> Hopefully that's not too cheesy for you, but it happened when I was in college. Um I was attending the University of Utah and living at home at the time. One of the things that I got to be involved in was an institute of religion. And I got to serve as a young adult council member on this institute of religion, which was a really, really fun opportunity. Lots of work. <laughs> I was in charge of hospitality and throwing, putting together giant free lunches and free events and stuff to welcome people over to the Institute of Religion and help people feel comfortable and just loved and. So it was totally something I totally loved, but it was a lot of work to you know create lunches for 700 people, <laughs> and breakfast and those types of things. But um, we met, I believe there were 10 or 12 of us on the council and we would meet, I believe every Tuesday morning. And I think the meetings were around six in the morning and I lived oh, a good 45 minutes away from the university. So it was a really early morning for me on those days. And this particular morning was a winter morning And I had gotten up early because there'd been a snowstorm, cleared off my car and headed out. And in order for me to get to the school, to the university, because I lived at the very south end of the county, I would travel up a canyon known as Dimpledale Canyon, which was at the base of Little Cottonwood Canyon. If you've ever come here to ski, there's some phenomenal ski resorts up there, Alta and Snowbird. And I would travel up the base so that a smaller canyon that's at the base of that canyon to get to the boulevard. And then that would take me over to the, to eventually to the freeway and then take me right up to the boulevard that took me to university. And it was a really beautiful drive. It's one of my favorite things that I, that I did. I got to kind of Decompress on the way to school and on the way home from school, driving through these beautiful canyons where there really wasn't much traffic and um, not lights. There was, you know, no, it wasn't lit at all. It's a very natural area. And that particular morning, no different. It was dark. There was very few people on the road. I don't remember seeing anybody else that morning actually. Um, but the snow was really deep and hadn't, they hadn't been able to keep up with the snow. The plows hadn't been able to. And I was constantly, late. <laughs> I was always afraid of being late. And so as I headed up this canyon, I had snow tires in my little car. I'd grown up and born and raised in Utah and so super comfortable in the snow. And I got behind a snow plow that was moving really, really slow, really slow, like probably 20 miles an hour. And I tried to follow him for a while and then just was too panicked about being late for school and figured I'd be fine. And I went around him and headed up the canyon and the last bit of the canyon to get up to the boulevard is quite steep there's several different roads that you can take to get from Dippledale Canyon up to what we would call Wasatch Boulevard and all of them ended in a pretty steep incline to get up to the boulevard and I was doing okay slipped a few times was doing okay on the roads until I got to these last connecting roads and I remember as I turned onto the first road to go up, the one that I would traditionally take, there was one car that had come down and I didn't think much of it. And then I looked ahead and noticed that there were lots of tracks in the snow. So the snowplows hadn't made it. So you could see all the tracks in the snow from the other cars and lots of sliding tracks, like things kind of zigging and zagging. And I, again, thought, well, it's not a big deal. I've got my snow tires on. And I approached the road and sure enough, I didn't make it up. I started to slide backwards and sideways and um, tried it many times. I think I tried it three times, three or four times, and watched a couple of other cars approach it and have the same experience. And I thought, okay, I know another road that I can go down. I can go down to that might be less steep. So I backed out of that neighborhood and then back down the canyon and up another road in Dimple Del And same experience got up to that last ascent, that last climb that would have taken me to the boulevard and I would have been on my way and I couldn't make it. I tried several different roads and I couldn't make it. And I was getting really, really scared and frustrated and and I didn't know what to do. I was a little mad and I was sad. And I, I was like, come on, I got up so early and I'm going to do something really good. And I, I'm i not being crazy. Like what, why am I not able to get up to this Boulevard that will just take me to school. Like, why can't I just do it? And I, after some time I, I turned around and went back down to the main Canyon road. And sure enough, there was that snowplow, that big old rusty snowplow, still moving about 15 to 20 miles an hour. And after kind of swallowing my, my pride, I in behind that snowplow and followed that snowplow all the way up the steepest road that I couldn't have gotten up before I followed it all the way to the boulevard without slipping once. And I was on my way and I was so overcome by the lesson that that taught me that sometimes those slow and steady forces in our world, those things that have been around for a long time that have been proven to be good and useful and helpful are really worth listening to. And, as much as we try to pass them by or hack them or overtake them or whatever, shortcut them. um, Really, honestly, there are some things in life that just, they're just really important to understand and to move at the pace that they were designed to be moved at. That snowplow couldn't move any faster. The snow was too heavy. It wasn't, it wasn't safe, but, but the snowplow driver and the snowplow driver knew it. And, because he was willing to just take his time and do his job and use the equipment that he had, that he trusted. Um He was able to lay salt and, and sand behind him. He cleared the snow in front of him and we both made it up the road safely. That parable or that principle has been something that comes up again and again in my life because I, I do tend to want to take things Quickly, you know, a little bit of an overachiever, faster, that want to go faster, want to find the shortcuts, want to alleviate anxiety, whatever it is. And it came up again for me when my children were young and when they were really suffering from all of the effects of ADHD. And uh, we didn't, you know, didn't fully understand how autism was playing a piece of the puzzle and the muscular dystrophy and anxiety and all these things. And when I was first pulled back into this idea that I couldn't raise them healthy without giving them healthy food, without going back to these old ways of, um, you know, preparing food that was whole, that was full of nutrients and minerals, I I couldn't be handing them packaged foods that were full of food colorings and preservatives and and sugar and expect them to be able to develop normally, especially with the challenges that they were having. It was like having to get behind that big old snowplow again that was clearing the way and leaving some traction for me to follow, to get up those really hard roads. And again, it's December here in Salt Lake and December wintered, those snowplows are out and I'm thinking about the many times that that lesson has been re-etched in my brain over and over again, whether it's education or relationships or faith or health or food or all those things. So I just wanted to kind of leave this here with you to think about. I'd love to hear if you have had a similar experience, if you have learned any of these same snowplow lessons in life that that these slow and steady things are so very important um, i'm really excited for you to listen to the next interview i have it's just a short one um, i'm going to introduce you to a good friend her name is um, dr antonella and she is passionate about this concept of slow food and wild food and how important it is to so many aspects of being well so until then be well Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you're one step closer to moving those mountains. If you love what you heard today, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend or take a moment and rate and review the podcast. The more five-star reviews a podcast gets, the more people it gets introduced to and the more mountains we move on the journey to restoring wellness. Thank you. Until next time, be well.